Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, May 16, 2022. Time is 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You're on with another episode of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush is all the same here, bringing my humble opinion. Episode number 115 of The Bridge, bringing my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives. Sports, music, politics, current events on a local, national, and global level. Things that are affecting us every day. We got a lot of things to talk about. Um, Going to talk about the... Uh, Mass shootings that happened in Buffalo and the one that happened in California, the church. Uh, we're definitely going to get into some more inform- uh, information about the war that's going on in Ukraine. Uh, we're going to get into some um, action in the association in the playoffs, in the NBA playoffs. we got a lot of sports news as far as Tom Brady, what happened with him, signing with Fox uh, Sports to be an analyst, uh, other signings in the NFL, things that's going on in our everyday lives. But that's always what we're going to do for the past two years. Uh, also, if you hear a little beautiful voice in the background, that is my beautiful daughter running around. So she's all, she's she's everywhere. She's the boss of the house, and hopefully and prayerfully her little brother will be here any minute now, waiting for him to make his grand entrance into the world. So, um, but as always, we're going to start off with the um, COVID and vaccine updates. As of right now, there are still 82.4 million cases of COVID here in the United States, over 1 million people. I'll say that again. One million people have died as a result of COVID. 582 million doses of vaccines have been given. 221 million people have been fully vaccinated, which is at a rate of 67%. I'll say that again. 82.4 million cases of COVID. Over 1 million people have died as a result of COVID here in the United States. 582 million doses of COVID. I'm sorry, 582 doses of vaccines have been given, 221 million people have been fully vaccinated, which is at a rate of 67%. Uh, people, please, as I say it often, I'll keep saying it once again, people, please go get COVID, I mean, go get um, vaccinated if you have not gotten vaccinated. If you are eligible to go get the booster shot, please go get the booster shot. They are expecting numbers to double and spike as we get into the summer months. People going on uh, summer vacations, going on vacations with their families having barbecues, cookouts, things of that sort. So people, please, if you have not gotten vaccinated, please go get vaccinated. If you are eligible to get the booster shot, please go and get the booster shot as soon as you possibly can. Um, I want to talk about it. Let's just go ahead and get into it. 18-year-old white male, known as Peyton, uh, first name is Peyton, I forgot his last name. He drove two hours away to a grocery store in Buffalo, New York on Saturday with the full intention of killing people, as many black people as he possibly can, at the Topps grocery store in Buffalo. Uh, said he drove two hours, I believe over 200 miles, hours away from upstate New York to Buffalo, New York. He targeted a black neighborhood. They said he was in the, he was in the area uh, Friday, I believe, canvassing the shop, canvassing the area. Uh, walked in with a semi-automatic rifle, had the word niggers on the barrel of the gun. That here's your reparations. This is what I think of you. This is what I feel about black people. I believe they said he was inspired by Dylan Roof. We all know who Dylan Roof is. The young black, um, young white male that walked into the um, church in Charleston, South Carolina, and killed nine people in that church. Thirteen people were shot. Eleven of them were black. Um, he live streamed the whole entire event. He had a hundred and eighty paid manifest um, page on a website just basically showing how he felt about black people, how he felt about minorities. 
and he was taken into custody. He was taken unarmed. He shot. He drove hours to kill. Live stream the entire event. And it's just another casualty of pretty much domestic terrorism, homegrown American hate, evil, and racism in this country. Um, several of the victims that died were elderly. Uh, I believe the oldest el- um, victim of that casualty was 86. And my, me and my brother-in-law was talking about it last night. To live 86 years on this earth, <sighs> to be there for your family, your, your kids, your grandkids, to be there for the community, to live on this earth 86 years. And that is how you leave this earth, to be shot down, to be gunned down, another casualty like like it's nothing. It's just, it's, it seems unfair. I am never the type to question God and see as, as the question God as far as why things happen. But it's just, it's, it's unfair and it, and it makes you mad because, like I said, for someone to live 86 years on this earth, and that's how they leave this earth, to be gunned down like that, it's just, it seems unfair and it's not right. It's not right at all. And this young man was taken into custody. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't tased, he wasn't beaten with a baton, he wasn't shot. He was taken alive. This is another case of American homegrown racism. Domestic terrorism that come back to come the chicken come home to roost because I don't want to hear about mental health. I don't want to hear about if he was picked on. I don't want to hear about what he went through as a child. This is an 18-year-old who is a, he's now officially an adult who posted this 880 pages of hate on a website a year ago when he graduated from high school. And this is the thing. FBI, local police, you had a copy of these pages of what he was saying and what his intentions were, and you didn't take him seriously. You, you, you just overlooked it and ignored it. Why? Because he's, he's an 18-year-old white boy. He's an 18-year-old white boy in America who says these things, who, who, who told you how he felt and was thinking about doing things like that, and you didn't take it seriously because he's an 18-year-old white boy in America. He has a complexion for the protection. And now 10 people, predominantly black, elderly black people, are gone. Because you didn't take this seriously, you didn't look into it like you were supposed to, because he was an 18-year-old white boy in America. He has a complexion for the protection. And when is America going to stand up and realize that when you overlook these things and just try to brush it off as mental health or brush it off as always nothing, or he was just he was just acting out? No, that's terrorism. Calling for what it is, domestic. Terrorism that was hate, fueled by hate, inspired by another boy who was fueled by hate, Dylan Roof. Another case of America not taking seriously, not taking it, not just taking these things seriously. And as, and as a black man in this country who has, who has a grandmother, who has a mother, who has a daughter, who has a wife, who has a daughter, who has a son that's on the way. It's just, it's just when when are we gonna when are you gonna take these things seriously? That that could have been that could have been my wife or my mother or my grandmother at a grocery store that he that he targeted, and also showed on the video footage that a white man was was trying to get out of his way, trying to duck, and he saw it was a white man and said, "I'm sorry, didn't mean it, didn't 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 mean to hit you." So he knew who he was targeting. He knew who he wanted to kill. This is homegrown. 
This is something that has been passed down for generations after generations, for decades, if not centuries. America's original sin, racism, the evil and hatred of it. From slavery, civil rights, to the fight that we're going on right now. And America just don't that and America just refuses to deal with it. And more and more and more and these things are gonna to continue to happen. And I don't know if we're gonna I don't know if ringing in the gun laws is gonna change anything because as this was happening on Saturday in Buffalo, yesterday at a church in California, you had an Asian male adult in his sixties that walked into a church and killed one person. Thankfully the people of that church were able to band together and hogtie this man and, and, and detain him until the uh, the authorities arrived. Then you have a situation where um I was reading uh, a situation after the Milwaukee Bucks game last Friday where dozens of people got shot. Thankfully and holy, thanks to God that none of them got killed. But 20, at least 20 people were shot after that game in um, Milwaukee. So it's just this violence, man, that, that, that people... The authorities, the ones who are in charge, are ignoring and don't take it seriously. And when it comes, and when more and more casualties, how many people have to die before you start taking it seriously? This is an American homegrown problem. These kids, babies, these 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 individuals post this stuff on these websites, and then a year goes by, you don't take it seriously, and then he drives to a, a grocery store and kills people. Innocent people who are shopping groceries, getting groceries for their family, or taking it to a um, shelter to feed the homeless. Some of these victims, 70, 80 years old. They, they, you think about everything that they've seen, everything that they've gone through. 86 years old, and that's how you, <clears throat> and that's how you leave this planet. That's how you leave this world. It's not fair. It's just, it's, it, it makes me angry. It makes me upset, and it's not fair. Not fair. <clears throat> I am. I, I hope and pray to God that every they throw the book at this this at this dude. It hate crime. It, it, it this was this was the domestic white terrorism. Call it for what it is. That's just my humble opinion about it. Um, let's jump into another topic. Uh, as we all know, the prison guard and the escaped convict from Alabama. They were caught in Indiana. The guard shot and killed herself, and she shot and killed herself. Um, I believe it was a, a lover's quarrel that happened. Uh, the prisoner was returned back to uh, custody in Alabama, where I'm pretty sure he will not see the light of day ever again. Um, the prison guard, she, like I said, she shot and killed herself. She shot, you know, sustained her, um, so was on to come to her own gunshot wound. They said pretty much that, um, Twenty thousand dollars, I believe, twenty nine thousand dollars. Several weapons, wigs, and other items were found in their car when they were captured in Indiana. So that that situation is pretty much over and done with. I can pretty much see a movie coming out from that. On I can see a lifetime movie that's going to be made based upon what happened in that situation. Anyway, let's get into some um, updates on the war in Ukraine. Um, young Ukrainian civilians are now turning soldiers on the front line to help fight in this war in Ukraine. Ukraine claims that 27,000 Russian soldiers have been killed in war. Eight million people internally have been displaced because of this war. Um, Finland, uh, Russia pretty much has cut off, Russia, they said Russia has cut off the um, 
stop sending electricity to Finland. As a result, they believe Finland is now getting ready to join NATO nations, which makes sense because when you have a dictator like Putin who doesn't get his way, and if you don't bow down and salute him and follow his policies and everything of the country, then he cuts off your electricity. So that that, that just goes to show you when you when you follow a dictator, when you when you're under, under his subjection and under his power and authority, and you don't do what he wants you to do, then he cuts off your resources. Speaking of resources, they said Russia is stealing grain from eastern Ukraine. So it's just to the, to the innocent people of Russia, my humble opinion, I feel sorry for you. My thoughts and prayers go out to you. But as a nation, that you, you honestly might think that by starting this unnecessary war that you've done since February, the point where, where you declare war in Ukraine, you're cutting people off from gas and electricity, you're stealing grains, do you honestly think anything good is going to come back to you as a country? And Putin, man... <laughs> There's a special place in hell for you. That's just my opinion. That's just my humble opinion. Um, Biden, um, how we all know how this is affecting each and every aspect that is going on in our country right now. The inflation rate, Biden says, is a top priority. Gas prices jumped to a record average. Said the cost of gas is um, cost of gas, used cars, food, airfare, and rent are all rising as we speak. It's rising by the minute. I mean, gas went from four. The national average, I believe, it went from four dollars and seventeen cents to four dollars and thirty-five cents. I believe it's now four dollars and fifty cents. It's rising as we speak, every single minute of the day. It's affecting everything. The Federal Drug Administration is there, walking around the clock to um, provide for baby food shortage. It, 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 this, this, this war, inflation, it's affecting everything to the point where you don't even have enough um, baby food and formula. To feed babies now. It's, this war is affecting everything. And if you've not been paying attention, I hope they, I hope and pray to God that you are because this is it's amazing how once you go to war with the country, as we've seen over the years and decades of living on this earth, how it affects everything. And I'm hoping that uh, Biden and his administration is working on a plan to get this under control. They said they have been um, approved, I believe, to send anywhere from 50 to $100 million, billion dollars more to assist Ukraine in this war. So, because it's affecting everybody. Um, the Surfside condo collapse that happened last year in June in Florida, the victims um, reached a settlement. I believe it's one of the largest settlements in history. $997 million will be paid to those victims uh, because buildings, the owners of the buildings, the the uh, superintendents, the ones who inspect the buildings knew that that building was, it was only a matter of time before it collapsed, and they did nothing about it. Uh, the building had been under, under um, not up to code for years, and as a result, a lot of people died. I, I don't recall the amount of people that died, but $997 million, of course, that won't bring the, that won't bring the families back, the people who lost loved ones, but it can, it's a solace. It's, it's, it's definitely making a statement of saying, yeah, they knew they messed up, and this is the only way that they can make it right is by giving the families some type of um, settlement to help them in their stress and their, um, deal with the situation even a year later. So anyway, let's jump into, some, let's jump into the um, action in the association known as the NBA, the NBA playoffs. We had two game sevens um, yesterday. 
Uh, Boston Celtics defeated the defending, well, the last year's defending champion, Milwaukee Bucks, 109-81. to And in the nightcap last night, in a shocker that I did not see happening, the Dallas Mavericks went into Phoenix in the Valley and pretty much dominated, obliterated, eviscerated the Phoenix Suns from beginning to end, 123-90. to I don't think Phoenix had the lead in that game at all the entire time. Um, when you're stars, you're stars. This is a game seven. I, I'm, I'm a little up irritated because Phoenix, Phoenix Suns is not my team. I'm a, I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan. Anybody that knows me knows that. But I picked Phoenix this year to win the title because I felt like when you're the number one seed, when you're the best team in the NBA, the best record in the NBA, you do that to put yourself in a position that if a game seven happens, it would happen on your court, on your terms, in front of your fans, in your arena. And when you're in a game seven, anything can happen. We all know that. And this is win or go home. Win or go home, period. An elimination game. And they were getting blown out by 40 at halftime. Dallas had them up by 40 points at halftime. And, I mean, it's just this is a game seven. The best two words in sports, game seven. And that's the best effort that it's just your, your two, two, your three top players, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and, and Devin Booker. They had, I think, a combined score of six points between the three of them at halftime. I, I just don't get that. I, you, you didn't show up. You didn't come to play. And were you afraid? Was the, was the moment too big for you? I can't say that because they were in the NBA Finals last year. You're, you're, the NBA Finals, I've always said that, other than the Olympics, the NBA Finals is the highest level of basketball on this planet. And for the fact that you were in a Game 7 in your home court, and that was, a, and that was, that was what you put out on, on, on the court in front of your fans, most of the fans was leaving in the middle of the third quarter, and I don't blame them. I do not blame them whatsoever. That was that was despicable. That was crazy. And as a Phoenix Suns fan, you should. As a Phoenix Suns fan, you should feel outraged that your team did not put up a better effort than that. So the Eastern Conference Finals is set now. It's going to be the Boston Celtics. It will be the Boston Celtics taking on the Miami Heat in Miami. Game one will be Tuesday night. Game one of the Western Conference Finals between the Dallas Mavericks and the Golden State Warriors. But game one will be Wednesday night in San Francisco at Chase Arena. So I am definitely looking forward to both of those series um, beginning starting Tuesday. Other sports-related news I want to get into real quick. Tom Brady is just showing why he's the GOAT. I mean, Tom Brady signs a 10-year, $375 million contract with Forks Fox to call games when he is done playing, whenever that is. A lot of people are suspecting that this will truly be his last year as a quarterback in the NFL after a glorious 22-plus years as a starting quarterback in the NFL. So he signs one of the biggest deals as an analyst for Fox um, Sports when he is done playing. Other sports-related news, Jarvis Landry signs with the Saints. So the Saints are definitely gearing up to make a run because they signed the Honey Badger last week to be in the um, a safety, starting safety in the Saints' backfield. Yeah. Also, other uh, sports-related news I want to get into real quick. Uh, sorry to hear about Danny Green. Of course, the 76ers lost last week 
to the uh, Miami Heat. Danny Green tears his ACL and LCL in his knee. More than likely will be out pretty much all of next season. I know what that feels like because I tore every ligament in my knee back in 2010. And so that's probably going to be a year.